This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. Speaking of winners, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? 15 minutes ago, Clark, even you'd be a winner. <laughs> You're right. You should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Our first guest is a winner. That's Kenny Easley. He might be the greatest safety in NFL history. And if you don't believe me, ask Hall of Famer Ronnie Lott. He called Kenny Easley the best to play the position. Yet Kenny Easley has had to wait 25 years to get into the room to be discussed as a Hall of Fame finalist for the first time. And only now as a senior candidate for the class of 2017. We have two of the senior committee members on this show. That'd be Ron Borges and Rick Goslin, And both are going to tell you the nomination of Kenny Easley is long overdue. In fact, Ron is going to present him to the board in three weeks. Kenny was named to the NFL's 1980s All-Decade team. He's the 1984 Defensive Player of the Year. And today, he joins us to talk about his career and his candidacy. Kenny, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Kenny, you're now on the doorstep of Canton. Did you wonder if this day would ever come? Uh, well, to be honest, I mean, I, I I had you know given up and reconciled with myself that uh, that it would probably never happen for you know one reason and one reason only, and that was the years of service. But a number of folks in my church, uh, including my pastor, would say to me, you know, there is a season for everything. And while I'm trying to figure it out, uh, God has already worked it out. So although I had a lot of positive vibes going around me from my church family, in my heart of hearts, I had put it out of my mind, particularly on a daily basis. You're sort of the victim of this length of service thing. Uh, you know, Gail Sayers really the only guy to seem to have beaten it. The, the Sterling Sharp uh, has suffered with it. Terrell Davis, Tony Baselli. Um I'm wondering what your opinion is on length of careers and whether that's a legitimate partial measurement of a player's Hall of Fame credentials. Yeah, you know, I've had a number of conversations uh, uh, with uh, Frank Cooney. Uh, you guys know Frank. Uh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, Hall of Fame yeah, voter. Good man. And about this measuring stick of greatness. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, what I told Frank. That greatness should be measured by uh, what the player did to alter or change the the game from his position. And to me, it really doesn't matter uh, you know how many years the, the player has played. In fact, as I was telling Frank, you know the NFL is the hardest of all the professional sports to vest in. You have to play four years before you can vest in the in the pitching program. So, uh, to me, uh, you know, if you play four years or more, or just four years, it seems to me that you should be able to to get into the Hall of Fame if that's all you you did, as long as you did something to change the game. But let me tell you, when I was playing in the '80s, I knew that after the '84 season, when teams started to split the tight end out to the far sideline. They knew that in our defensive scheme that the strong safety had to go with the, the tight end. So they would split him out there. I would go out there and basically 
they did that so that they could play 10-on-10 football. And that changed the game because they didn't do it against anybody else. When I would watch the film of the same team playing against another team, another strong safety, they wouldn't do that. So I thought that um, if, um, you know, if my play was that special where they, where they had to, you know, take the tight end and use him basically as a, as a distraction to keep me from uh, doing what I do on defense, you know, I thought that that was a game-changing, a game-changing thing. And, I mean, I wasn't the only player. I mean, I could mention Lawrence Taylor. I mean, the way he played, uh, he changed the nature of the left offensive tackle. I mean, these left offensive tackles now, or the backside tackle, are, you know, big athletic tackles that can move and have long arms because of what Lawrence Taylor did in the 80s. Bo Jackson, game changer. I remember in Seattle when Chuck Knox told our team that the reason why that the reason why they were drafting Brian Bosworth was to be a bow stopper. Didn't work, but <laughs> Bo Jackson was a very unique athlete and a game changer. And I could go on and talk about other Ronnie Lott and Howie Long and so forth. But the bottom line, if a team makes certain adjustments against a certain player that they don't ordinarily make against other teams, that player is a game changer. We're speaking with Hall of Fame nominee and game changer, Ken Easley, on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com and on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Kenny, as you know, and as most of our listeners know, there are only seven pure safeties in the hall. The last active safety was, who was enshrined was Kenny Houston. He retired after the 1980 season. That's 36 years ago, 37 now. Why do you think safeties are so undervalued by voters? Uh, you know, I, 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 I honestly don't really know why. Uh, I've talked, again, I've talked to Frank Cooney about this, and I learned from him that uh, Kenny Houston was the last natural safety to be inducted into the hall. One thing about playing safety is that uh, we have no inherent or visible matchup scenario like cornerbacks, where you see weekly the corner versus the wide receiver matchup. It's played about, it's played out and talked about weekly on sports talk shows. But you never hear anything about uh, the safeties unless he makes a bone jarring tackle that knocks the receiver silly. Then the safety will get some mention from the media, but for the most part, safeties are the backbones of the defense. They make all the secondary adjustments based on what the offense is showing them. They are the last line of defense and absolutely must be a shorthanded tackler in the open field, which may be the, 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 the toughest task of all. But, um, you know, I, don't, I, I, I can't tell you why uh, the, the safety uh, has been undervalued and misrepresented uh, in the hall. But hopefully, you know, I can get in and other people like Brian Dawkins can get in or John Lynch or whatever. And, uh, and you know, we can, you know, change the, the course of, uh, of neglecting uh, safety in the Hall of Fame. Kenny, you became the definition of the strong safety during your time with the Seahawks, but I'm told it's a position you didn't want to play. You fancied yourself as a free safety. How much better a player would you have been had you played free instead of strong? Uh. <laughs> 
more freedom. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, that's hard to extrapolate. But I can tell you this. I had to learn how to play strong safety in the National Football League. But I knew how to play free safety. And, and so it was a big adjustment for me because I had always viewed playing a football game from the free safety perspective, which is 10 to 12 yards off the ball. And because I had placed free safety basically all my life, I started playing free safety when I was in rec league. And then I played free safety in junior high school. I played free safety in high school. Obviously, I played free safety at UCLA. So I knew how to play the position. There was nothing uh, There was nothing that I did not know from the free safety position, uh, how to adjust and make plays from that position. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have to cut you off here because one thing we do know how to do is go to commercial. We're going to have to go. We're out of time. But thanks so much. Best of luck with your candidacy. And we're going to see you in Houston. Yes, we are. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kenny. That was Hall of Fame nominee Kenny Easley. Up next, you're going to hear why Jerry Jones, yes, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, belongs in the hall, too. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. This is Heinz Ward, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.